What are we doing all this for? Huh? <laughs> that is the thought I just had as we were starting this whole thing. Why am I doing this? Why are any of us doing anything? And I don't know if I got the answer for that one. Do you? If you have the answer, please let me know. I would be very grateful to hear the answer to that question. Um, why are we doing this? Yeah. It's a valid question, I think. My dishwasher is running right now, so I hope you don't hear that in the background for anybody just listening on audio. It doesn't really matter, I guess. <laughs> oh, what a day. It's weird. It's like 8.15 right now, 8.20, and the sun is still up, and boy, I was walking around this weekend around like 9 30 10 and it was still kind of light out and the birds were chirping at like 9 p.m and that's just not something i'm used to and i just thought to myself man these birds have to be confused as hell right now and i don't know this this winter and upcoming summer here in finland is I think an experience for me, to say the least. I have to be honest, just in my short sample size here, some of the thoughts that I've generated is I don't think psychologically doing half the year in almost complete darkness and then half the year in complete lightness is good for your psychology. I'm sure there's much smarter people than me who have done researches and studies and all that kind of stuff. I'm just going off my personal sample size right now. It's weird. I don't know what what time of day. Yeah, like I said, it's 8.20 right now. And you can see the sun is hitting me on the side of the face. I mean, I guess it's not sun, but light. I don't know. Finland was voted for the fifth year, sixth year in a row. I don't know how long. Most happiest country or happiest country. I guess most happiest is redundant. And I got to be honest. I don't know if that is accurate. <laughs> but actually what I've thought about it is, um, I don't know if that's truly, I don't know. It's not outward happiness. I'll, I'll at least say that. Maybe there people feel much more inwardly happy. Because the places that I've felt have been most outwardly happy tend to be the poorest places I've ever been. To start Nepal. Nepal was, I mean, is a third world country. And per capita in my short month there was the most smiles and happy people that I'd ever been around. 
Thailand was similar. Although I think, you know, Thailand's much more built up or whatever you want to call it. Not third world. But then even a place like Portugal. I'd be that's why I'm I'm kind of curious. Maybe it's it has to do with sun too. I'm sure sun helps for the outward happiness. I'm curious to go to a place like Greece where supposedly the economy's really bad and all that stuff, but they got some they got some sun. I wonder how that is. I don't know. Because like I said, yeah, Finland was voted happiest country. And I don't know if that is truly happiness or that's like happy with quality of life. Maybe some people didn't understand the prompt that they were asked. But I also had this realization yesterday that I think Finnish people are just the most happy with being depressed of anybody I've ever been around. It's almost expected in a way. I don't know if it was someone I heard that I was actually talking to or a comment or something. But someone said something about, yeah, I'm depressed, but I can, I can still drink or I can still do this. And I was like, oh, it's kind of sad. But at the same time, there was a positivity behind the negativity. And so that's kind of strange. That's actually really strange to me. But no, I'm going strong on, well, I will admit, I drank a couple beers with my buddy, had two guys over for dinner on Friday night, and we had a couple beers that night. But other than that, again, as I've said, I'm just getting back, the drinking back to being a thing of a celebration of sorts. And not because the day ends in a Y, not just because it's Friday, not because the week is over. You know what I mean? With my life and my lifestyle, the week and the week di- weekend are the same fucking thing. So I don't need to... Friday doesn't mean shit in actuality to me. And I had a buddy, Zach, shout out to my guy, Zach, who he was on the podcast like, I don't know, 20 episodes ago now, probably. Messaged me this morning or yesterday I don't know my days weeks mixed up days are mixed up and said it's all we're all on the same fucking timeline this shit all it all it's all the same man but he messaged me randomly saying can I tell you something gay or can I say something kind of gay <laughs> and I had no idea what was going to come after this um, and I said, yeah, sure. And he's like, you look a lot better when you're not drinking. You should keep that up. And that was a, a funny and nice thing to get all at once. And I completely agree. Uh, as I've stated before, Just that disconnection with myself at a certain time, I think, tends to do with drinking a lot. And I know, 
I know deep down, I know factually, I know how, whatever you want to call it, that alcohol lowers vibrations and is a, that's not its purpose per se, but that's a definite cause of it. And so in the same way that eating bad food or thinking bad thoughts can lower your vibration, constantly doing that, even if you're doing everything else right, which I, I felt like I was to a degree, it's still going to have an effect. And it definitely did, man. It definitely did. So I'm, I'm going to excuse it. I mean, not excuse anything. It was totally my choice and my, I'm always to blame. But the Finnish winter, although it really wasn't even that bad, it was just me feeling sorry for myself at the end of the day. That's all it was. I don't need to fucking lie to you and lie to myself is all I'm really doing when I say lies to the camera. I'll be honest, I got a, I had a few things planned for today, but I don't know if exactly we're going to, uh, we might get into them. I'm, I have a feeling this one is going to get a little conspiratorial. Yeah. I, there's a documentary out that is called Out of the Shadows. Yeah, Out of the Shadows. I guess it was on YouTube. YouTube pulled it off. Surprise, surprise. I've only had one video get pulled from YouTube, a podcast episode. And it was one where I talked about the like Wayfair child pedophilia allegations. That was kind of big at the very beginning, like last year around this time and then I also clipped which is literally actual footage from C-SPAN of our current Mr. President being very gracious and caring with children literally on C-SPAN it's C-SPAN footage smelling some hair rubbing some shoulders just just being good old grandpa that he is, you know, because there would be nothing strange. None of the people who are in charge and in power would do anything weird ever. That would never happen. I don't want to want anyone to ever think that from watching one of my videos. I want the opposite. They would only do good things. <laughs> But yeah, this Out of the Shadows, you can watch it on, I think, outoftheshadows.org is the website because it got pulled from YouTube. And it's it's a documentary that is done by a former Hollywood stuntman and director. He like started as a stuntman, got into the directing, and I haven't even finished it yet, so I don't want to get too much into it. Hmm. But I just want to like say that's where I was kind of headed with this idea for this episode. But then I didn't finish it. And I would like to do a little bit more research before I get into it. But 
I'm halfway through it. And, man, it's just one of those things that makes you think a little bit, makes you wonder. From the CIA to Disneyland to Hollywood and whatever other dots you can connect in between. I don't really know which, which, what all there are, but boy, I don't know. I think deep down, if you've been paying attention to anything going on in the last year, especially, but in the last five years, I don't have a a date of beginning or whatever. I'm sure it's even longer. It's just since I've been aware of this, I'm only 30. I'm sure there's someone who's 60 who's like, yeah, this shit's been, if it was happening in the 90s. But if you just, over the last year, had a feeling there's just something else, there's something more to what is being put out there and what's on the surface. It seems like there's just a lot more going on than than what we're led to believe. And I'm sure some of that's good, but you know what I'm saying? And it's just crazy the way people have turned in certain ways, and I don't blame them at all. It's just ironic to me one of the people that I would credit most with making me a free thinker, if I could call myself that, or I should just say not believing the news, or or very being very critical and analyzing of the news. I had a teacher in at University of New Haven who was probably my favorite teacher ever, to be honest, at New Haven. There is actually one teacher at North Dakota who is the fucking man. I'll tell a story from that. But this teacher at New Haven, cool dude, man. Like, really good dude, funny, family guy, all this stuff. And he was, at that time, this is 2014, He was like the biggest proponent for not really believing everything that the news tells you. And he's given me some of the, the reasons for that, whether it be Fox News versus Jane Ackie, Ackrey, whether it be the Smith-Mund Act, etc. And now that dude, I've, I've remained Facebook friends with them throughout the years. And that dude is like the campaigner for the vaccinations right now and had one of the the pictures of getting getting the shot and behind a mask just looking into the camera just like a fucking robot dude and you know it's just the it can't be just me who thinks this, that when people get the the shot and then they post about it 
and said, we can all do this together. And I'm so glad I got it. And it's like, and then you'll read some comment. And I'm speaking, this is all like Facebook. You'll see some comments. Oh, so happy. We're so blessed. Just like, what fucking fantasy are we living in? I think it's it's evident it's gonna happen. I'll have the van, but I think it's it's almost impossible as much as I hate to say this that the vaccine passport kind of thing's gonna be coming. They already said that Europe will open up to Americans, which means other other places also that have been vaccinated. And I mean, maybe if you have a, a shot or a test that says you're negative, you can come too. But at a certain point, that's going to, they're going to make those tests cost five times more than the vaccine itself, which makes a lot of sense, right? And so people will eventually be like, well, I'm just going to get the, get the shot because I'm tired of dealing with this test. I don't know. I think it's evident. I have a feeling we'll probably never get to see it. Damn, I'm getting dark right now, but we'll never get to see it in our own lifetime. But in like 200, 300 years, when it flips back again, this will be like the start of the dark ages. And I don't necessarily mean dark ages from a uh, electricity standpoint. I think it'll be much more dark ages from a spirituality and that kind of standpoint. I hope I'm wrong. I would love I would love to admit that I'm wrong about that. I don't think we'll ever get to know, find out. Although maybe by then we'll get to live for 7,000 years. Who knows? I don't know. Like I said, to start this thing off, does anybody have the answer? <laughs> hook a brother up. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I've been doing some good little reflecting the past week or so and just why things are the way they are. And how they've came to be and all that kind of stuff. And boy, those are those are good questions to ask occasionally, I think. And one of the thoughts I've had along those lines. And to relate with the what are we doing? What's the point? All that kind of stuff. Is anytime you're going to do something that seems a little crazy, you know, for me right now, it's like getting the podcast to a level that I could just live off of that income some way, somehow. I was talking to my boy Colin about this, but you know, that's kind of the thing currently in my mind. (sighs) You want to do another dimension now, I guess. Um, I've heard that 
that yawns sometimes when you're yawning it's like you're breaking through or going either forward or backwards in some kind of time space i'm not sure exactly um but no what i was saying is anytime you're going to do something that kind of scares you or anything in general i guess the odds say it's not going to work out the odds say it's probably not going to happen you know but also if you listen to the odds the odds say that we probably would never have gotten to this point as a humanity you as yourself me i mean just reflecting on you i can only use my own life i bet i guess we could do the human life in general but if so yeah we'll start with that if they were going to say yeah we're going to start as nothing and there's going to be this big bang and excuse my lack of science knowledge here and there's going to be particles and molecules and shit and then eventually a couple of those are going to get next to each other and a couple more eventually a couple more and all this shit's going to happen and then that's somehow going to turn into a planet i know there's a lot more steps before this and then that planet somehow is going to have the right combination for all this shit to breathe and all this stuff and then there's going to be nothing there for a while and then at the very very bottom of the ocean in some water which some also water has to get created somehow there's going to be two little bacteria molecule fucking things and then they're going to multiply or somehow you know i don't know but anyway long story short all of that shit will equal to me talking to this fucking camera right here i would have bet on it not happening <laughs> if, if i was given a bet however million years ago billions of years ago i think i'd say yeah i don't know if that's going to happen but here we are. And same shit relating to my own life. If you would tell me, well, if you would have told me, I would have bet on it and believed it because it's kind of what I knew was going to happen in my life, I felt. But just if you, you were on the side of the street and someone said, hey, yeah, I'll bet you that this kid from Issaquah will end up getting a D1 scholarship at one point um, and then ultimately go on and play and make a living only having a job playing football in Europe for five plus years. I'd have taken that bet if I was on the side of the street. And so the whole point of that little monologue, three-minute monologue, I guess this whole thing's a fucking monologue, was the the odds say whatever you're trying to do, they're not going to fucking happen. That's what the odds say. 
But if you listen to the odds, we'd never be here. And the odds say we never should be here. So fuck the odds. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, fuck the odds. I'm going to get back. Yeah, still on the... This is just going to be mainly some self-reflection, some thoughts. From the weekend, from the week, from everything. And the one thing I've I've realized is throughout my life of moving around and, you know, I've had various relationships with girls and friendships and relationships in general, all umbrellaed under that term. And some have been incredibly impactful and helpful or distracting or toxic or harming all of all of the above and i've always kind of thought to myself because of this little lifestyle that i've lived of the last 12 years moving around quite a bit every 2 years at least 6 months to 2 months or 2 years i mean that oh yeah it's just some my relationships are temporary and that's just how it is and blah 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 and i was like well Actually, every relationship is temporary, no matter how long it is, whether it be the one with a parent, with a lover, with a friend, with an enemy, with anything, it's, they're all temporary. Even the ones that go for 40 years, 50 years, that shit ain't forever. At some point, it stops. At some point, it ends. And along those lines, it's cliche as fuck, I know, but you can enjoy it while it's here. But on the flip side, the only relationship that isn't temporary is the one with yourself. And just like all of those other relationships, friendships, whatever you want to call them, that have been toxic or helpful or inspiring or caring or distracting or whatever... We can get all those same things with the relationship with ourself. And normally the relationship with ourself then determines these other relationships that come into our lives at the certain times. I don't have science behind that. Sorry, this is just a feeling. But no, I totally believe that and reflect thinking back to how everything's gone with me throughout the years and sometimes 
when I'm looking for that distraction for something else, I know deep down that's when I need to improve that relationship with myself. And boy, I think, to be honest, the past few months have been that. And as I said, disconnected from myself. I'm kind of connecting all these ties. And then I was getting into a weird, distracting, toxic relationship with my own self. With the drinking and stuff. And I think sometimes we get that with other people. Yeah, I don't know exactly where I'm trying to go with that. I didn't have some grand idea, unfortunately. I'm just putting this out there so that... Because I need to, that's why. And I hope at the very least, or at the very most actually... It resonates with somebody. Because, yeah, just connecting, it's it's so weird, man. With the podcast and fucking doing anything. We want to have this big impact. And I, I would love that thousands of people, millions of people watch. You know, like a Rogan, but... When it becomes such a big scale sometimes, sometimes it can lose that individual impact, I think. And so just just doing creating it for one person that really gets down with it, and if just one person vibed, and thought about something a little bit differently from this episode. That's really the best in a way. Because it was like it was tailored to one specific person. To you. I, just, I believe to you. Whoever you are, I don't know. But I I think you needed to hear this. I know I needed to hear this. I know I needed to say this. (laughs) God, I have some ideas. I just don't know how I want to get to them. Yeah, like, hmm. I've been watching a few podcasts with Mike Posner, speaking of a mic. They're from a couple years back. And the dude's pretty interesting. Very interesting. And inspiring in certain ways and 
it's actually been cool because through him, I've found a couple other guys that I didn't know about that he was on their podcast or interview. And I got to hear these other guys say some stuff that was just as, if not more influential than Mike himself was. And one of them, I don't know who, I wish I could give some credit, although I think they'll understand, was saying they tried to view their life as missions, mission-based rather than goal-based. And I thought that was interesting. And what they meant by that is instead of, you know, having the goal of I'm going to make a million dollars or I'm going to have a number one hit record or I'm going to win the championship. You know, things that are attainable that you can get that million dollars. You can get that number one hit. You can win that championship. And then after you do that, it's like, well, now what? You know? And those are goals, you know, and then shifting it more into mission-based of things like, I think this one, it was, uh, oh, it was from the, fuck, what's his name? Jetty. He used to be this monk. I can't remember his name, but he said, his thing was to make wisdom go viral. And that's not something that you can just be like, yep, I accomplished it. That's something you can probably never accomplish. Yeah, in a weird way, a mission is almost something you can never accomplish. Or f- like fully. And so I thought to myself, you know, what are, what are my missions in life? You know, and I think the first one that we all need to have, I know myself, I don't want to speak for anybody, is just to be happy in itself. Because I think it's like once you get that one checked off, and again, that's not one you can just check off, but it's, it's not a championship that you can just win. I'm not, okay, I'm happy. We can stop worrying about that one. It's a continually driven pursuit every day, every week, every month, every year that you have to keep going with. But that, that for me is number one. Because in a way, if that one's not being accomplished or what's the right word yeah accomp if if that one's not being executed at a specific time i'm not going to be my best at all the other ones and i've ran into this uh, now i'm getting a little bit off track right here but this is something i've been thinking is I've realized throughout life for me in the way of me moving around and all this stuff, and I think this is human nature, 
but it's all relating with something. Uh, sorry, I'm all over the place. Hope this is enjoyable. Um, I'm always kind of thinking about that next step. I've said before, I have a difficult time sometimes living in the present. And I think it is partially to do from the quarterback football coaching narrative mindset where you're constantly analyzing the past. How can we improve that? How can we get that better? How can we make that work? And then you're also planning for the future. Okay, what are they going to do? How can we tweak something to make it work against that? And if they do this, we'll do that. And after we do this, they'll think we do that. That sometimes just being in the now is tough. And so when I'm in, for example, in Poland or, yeah, go back to Poland. I can remember that second year. I wasn't super stoked on how everything was going. We had a weird... We had a weird end of the season where we had to play a lot of games and be on the bus for a long time that kind of made the love for the game a little bit more difficult. But I just remember thinking, okay, man, this next place I go, that's going to be the one. And then it didn't really work out like that. And then I thought, okay, you know. Although it's it's weird too, because even in Poland, I knew I had I had, can remember this Instagram post I had, where the caption was something like, "It's weird when you know you're living in the days, like those were the days, you know. It's a weird moment when you know you're actually living in those times. But in a way, it's kind of always the days." You know, when I'm 60, I'm going to look back at here and be like, man, those were the fucking days. Yeah, that Finnish winter was crazy, but, you know. And so anyway, the whole point, I think, I don't know, <laughs> is I was all, I'm always looking ahead somewhat. And also kind of always living in the past a little bit. For example, uh, you know, just speaking about, um, I'll go back to Czech Republic, where we were doing great. And I was getting to coach, getting to do all these things that now I kind of reflect on it like, damn, it was a good little situation. Town kind of sucked, to be honest. Didn't really like where I was living. But from the, the football side of things, it was great. But I kept thinking, you know, we didn't have great attendance at times. And so we couldn't get too technical. I don't even know. But I just kept remember thinking like, damn, this next spot I go, that's going to be the one. And then at the same time, also thinking back like, man, those times in Lisbon with that crew, which that crew was special, dude. You've, if you've listened to more than one episode, you've probably heard me talk about it. Actually, I'm going to be in a, what is today? Today's the 28th. That'll get released on Sunday. Oh, so it'll be this weekend because I'll release this tomorrow. But this weekend, I did a podcast with my buddy and coach from Lisbon, Andre Emery. 
Andre Emani. Sorry, bro. Got American with your name. And we talked about the good old days in Lisbon. And so anyway, I, I just constantly would be thinking, oh, well, it wasn't like that. It wasn't the same as that. And man, at this next spot, it's going to be even better. That I, looking back now, I kind of feel like I screwed myself in certain ways where it's like, dude, that was a pretty good situation. And I look back on it currently very favorably. But in the moment, I didn't see it super favorably. But that's because of this past future um, tug of war. This is random. I got to get a little funny or something. This just came up as I was thinking about it. I just assume that girls who have Snapchats in their private Instagram bios like getting dick pics. Because why would you have your Snapchat, which is this anonymous messaging system, linked and forecasted to your private Instagram? Am I just getting old? Because that just seems to me like the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Or like, yeah, girls on Tinder will also have their Snapchat in their Tinder bio. It's like, or have their Instagram, and then it's Snapchat, and like, and then we'll probably get mad when, I don't know, uh, shit. You see what I'm saying? Am I crazy? I mean, I don't answer that, but you know what I'm saying? Jesus Christ. Whoa. But at the end of the day, we're all just people, I guess. And that's something I've realized. We're all just people. We're all just doing this thing. No one's got a better clue than anybody else, really. Because even as I say that right now, I'm thinking, you know, everyone's just a person. Part of me is like, I don't know. Some people don't seem very people-y. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, we are. Unless robots have gotten really good. I don't know. Maybe that's what Elon Musk... The Neuralink, you know, next episode, I'm just letting you know right now, next episode, I'm coming with some conspiracy shit. I mean, it, it's gonna, a lot of it's going to be conspiracy facts that are true, but I'm going to come with a couple conspiracy theories that have not been proven yet that'll probably in 50 years be proven true. I mean, to start it all the CIA created the 
term conspiracy theory in an attempt to discredit people who were talking about the Kennedy assassination. You can look that up. It's in fucking government writings or whatever the hell it's called. But mm, to to end some things up, because I think this is a short one today. I have realized more and more on the topic, trying to get back to the idea of living in the now and not getting worried about the past and the future and everything, is that ultimately we create our own reality. Whatever you truly, truly, truly believe to be true, that's what you're going to end up choosing to see and choosing to find. And I, I use the, the word choosing very deliberately because it's very much so a choice. Sometimes it's not easy choices. Don't get me wrong. But every day when I wake up right now, I know I have the choice. Okay, I could just like lay here for a little bit longer, get on my phone, bullshit, eh, do whatever. Or I could get up, meditate, get my body moving a little, start making food, get the day going. I have a choice in everything. I have a choice with how I think about shit. I know that's being, we're being led to believe that we don't have any choices with anything. That in a certain time or a certain place and a certain instance, we're all just victims with no choice, with no power on how to react and how we, there's always a choice. Always. And in that, man, you can choose to find beauty or ugliness. What's the opposite of beauty? Ugly. Hey, what's the opposite of beauty? Yeah, it's weird. There's not like a beauty. That is a unique word in a way. Because there isn't an opposite word that just has, you know, all the opposites of beauty, ugliness, hideousness, loathsomeness, plainness, unbecomingness, inelegance, unseemliness, repulsiveness. They all have ness. There's not just a word for it. I mean, inelegance. But that inelegance is technically the opposite of elegance. Hmm. And so anyway, we can choose to see the beauty in anything. The beauty in people. And so much of our reality is shaped by how we perceive things. And I've realized this because as I was, I was grocery shopping today and I'm in the store and I was literally the only one in there without a mask on. 
And at one, as I was like sitting in line to check out, there were, you know, four people in line in front of me, four people going through self-checkout, the cashier, a couple people walking by. And I was the only one not with a mask. And I didn't, I don't feel any hate or any bad looks or anything like that from anybody here. But I, I know that some people, when they're out and they don't have the mask on and whether they're here or the U.S. or wherever the hell they are, they feel that people are always looking at them and judging them. And to be honest, maybe someone was looking at me that way. But I wasn't choosing to see that. And I wasn't, I don't think, I really truly don't think that. But because I really truly don't think that, then I'm not going to see it. You know what I mean? And so if I really was thinking, oh, someone's going to be mad at me and look at me funny, sure enough, I'm going to get that. And so we can, man, we can find whatever we want. Even some of the ugliest places in the world, like the comment sections of social media. They got some beauty in there sometimes. There's been a couple times where I'll, I'll be in the comments and someone will say something that's just awesome. And like makes my day in a very small way. Other times, not so much. But I can choose whether I, how I see it. I do have a rule though, I think. Yeah. My new rule for social media will be that I just don't respond and don't engage with anything on the negative side with someone who doesn't have a profile picture and or content of their own. We can we can exchange in pleasantries, but I've argued with way too many anonymous people that I'm embarrassed about now. So that's a new rule moving forward for myself. Because again, I have the choice whether I argue with those fucking idiots. <laughs> Still working on myself. Hmm. All right. This is a little bit different today, you could say. Hope you enjoyed it. I guess I didn't even do an intro. So, we don't really need to do an outro then. Have a beautiful day. Peace and much love.